What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Ali Kokar, who's the co-founder of Bean. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going well. Thanks for having me, Matt. Yeah, excited to have you on the show and looking forward to learning more about what you are working on. For people that haven't heard of Bean, what is it? What are you working on? Cool. So Bean, at Bean, we're on a mission to make e-commerce carbon neutral. Um, the way we're doing that, uh, starting with the apparel and fashion industry, uh, is essentially we've built a Chrome extension that makes all your online shopping carbon neutral completely for free. Um, and so that's sort of the that's sort of what we're up to. All right. So help me understand how this works. So if I was a consumer and I yep. downloaded the extension, like what's happening to make it yep. carbon neutral? Like walk me through the user experience a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. So, you know, you've got the Chrome extension installed. You, either, you can either install it on your desktop on Chrome or, you know, on Safari on mobile. Um, and once you've got it installed, there's a couple of different sort of user experiences that we've built out for you. Um, the first is you can discover actual brands um, right through the extension itself. And so you can click right through um, and go make your purchase. Or if you directly go to one of those brands, so let's say Nike, for example, right? You go to Nike.com, we'll recognize and detect that we're a partner with uh, we're partnered with Nike and we'll pop up on the on your browser um, and we'll basically present you with a one-click CTA, which is to make your order carbon neutral. Um, you go ahead and click that and that's really all you need to do. What then happens is when we actually, uh, when you actually go ahead and make a purchase, those brands that we've partnered with um, pay us a referral fee and we use that fee to go and purchase carbon offsets equivalent to the greenhouse gas emissions created by your purchase, therefore making thereby making your order carbon neutral completely for free, right? And so this model um, works really well because well, for you as a consumer, you get to continue to shop at all the brands that you love, but actually not be guilty about a lot of the greenhouse gas emissions created by your purchases, um, all for free. On the flip side, those brands um, end up, you know, only only essentially paying us that referral fee once they have um, a customer, right? And so they actually end up winning as well. Um, and then we end up sort of being that that middleman, making sure that that order is carbon neutral. And so it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, super savvy model. I like that a lot. Yeah. It leads me to wonder, like, how did you come up with uh, the idea? I guess more specifically, like, what's the origin story here? Tell us about the early days of getting this off the ground. Yep, for sure. Um, and so I think I guess a little bit of background of why um, my co-founder and I are even focused on this on the climate tech space. So last summer, um, Pakistan had sort of the worst floods of over a decade, and that's where I'm originally from. Um, and you know, I woke up one day to see videos on WhatsApp of my aunt's home completely underwater. Um, and so that sort of motivated me a little bit to think like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and spend the next decade of my life sort of solving the climate crisis. Um, and that's sort of the main reason and motivation for even working in the space in the first place. And then we started thinking, okay, 
what are areas where I can actually make a difference, right? And so a lot of my uh, background is consumer growth at companies like Google and Upwork. And so started focusing on thinking about, okay, what does the consumer space look like today from a sustainability perspective? Um, and really started there. Realized that e-commerce is, you know, creating a massive negative impact on the environment, right? Especially fueled by the pandemic as e-commerce grew um, as a percentage of overall retail share. And so I started thinking, okay, what are existing models that work um, that'll actually help consumers be more sustainable? Because what we found was that across the board, consumers want to be more sustainable, um, but they're not actually acting that way with their wallets. And so started to really dig deeper and to understand what are those barriers to shopping more sustainably? Um, and a lot of those things came up to be things like discoverability, right? How do I even know brands that are sustainable? But even more importantly, honestly, a lot of it was around trust and transparency. Um, you know, there's rampant greenwashing in the industry happening right now. Um, you know, the the example I'll give you is this one of the biggest retailers in the world, H&M, right now is facing a class action lawsuit against them because their so-called line of eco products is actually worse than their regular products, right? And so when consumers are seeing this in the market, they're like, well, I no longer trust brands that are saying, hey, we're sustainable. And so we just decided, okay, what is a way that we can actually ensure that a lot of these brands are doing right? And the way we do that is, hey, we'll actually be the ones that go and make those uh, carbon offset purchases will actually essentially force the entire industry to be more carbon neutral um, while also making it completely free and frictionless for the consumer right and so that's sort of uh the origin story yeah i think i think it's awesome i think you're onto something really special um you know and leads me to wonder like where do you see this going i mean if you were to look into the future 5 10 15 years uh what do you see the excuse me as the big vision for being and like what direction is the product going to go in yeah, for sure. Um, so we've got some big plans. I think the way we think about it today is sort of the Chrome extensioners are wedged into the space, starting with specifically apparel and fashion. Um, starting there because apparel and fashion represents 10% of global greenhouse gas emissions, right? So pretty big um, area for us to focus on. But eventually over the long period, over the long term, we want to help consumers make every purchase or every decision in their life more sustainable, right? So starting with apparel and fashion, but adjacent categories and industries you can think about is like travel is an interesting one, right? Like, can I make, we can make all of your flights carbon neutral for free, right? So again, as long as we keep the theme of we're, we're helping consumers be sustainable for free in a very frictionless way across several categories, essentially every single purchase they make into, into their day-to-day, -day, that's sort of the long-term vision. Um, but I think to your point, you know, in five, seven years, my personal belief is that sustainability is going to be an expectation from consumers, right? And in order for us to build um, a very phenomenal, beautiful user experience, a user shopping experience, you could say, it needs to go beyond just sustainability, right? So hyper-personalization is an, another interesting space that we're thinking about, right? Especially with, with some of the recent developments in the entire generative AI space, right? So I don't want to reveal too much, but we've got things cooking up in the space of like, you can imagine, you know, in three years and five years, even, even as early as next year, um, your online shopping experience will be extremely personalized, but also sustainable, right? And so that's sort of the direction we're heading in. I love that. And in order to make it happen, like you'll need some help though, right? It takes a village to make a startup work and scale. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring, raising money, looking for partners, you know, people to, to work with, you know, how can we assist here? Yep. So um, we'd definitely love to continue to meet more founders in the climate tech space, especially within e-commerce, especially. Um, but I think beyond that, um, we're definitely fundraising right now. Um, so that's where a lot of my time and attention is focused on raising a small pre-seed. Um, and then we're, we're off to the races. So I think um, anyone who's focused either as an angel investor or a fund that's focused on climate, definitely reach out and talk to us. Um, we sit at this 
cool intersection of e-commerce, sustainability, uh, climate, and consumer. And so anyone focused on those areas would be interesting. But more, also more importantly, if you're if you're an operator who runs an e-commerce brand, we'd love to partner with you. Um, we've got you know a waitlist of consumers who are eager and wanting to make their shopping sustainable. And so if you're if you're wanting to reach out to the, and connect with these consumers, we'd love to partner. Cool. And then for my last question, if someone wanted to connect with you to learn more, how can they do that? Do you have a website, social media presence, email address, anything like that? Yep, for sure. So you can reach me on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is just my last name with an extra O in the middle. So it's Kukar, K-H-O-O-K-H-A-R. Um, my DMs are open. So reach out. Cool. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for having me, Matt.